started going down department stores, literally looking at who are all the brands that they carry and how many of those brands are designers of color and realized that less than 1% at the time were designers of color. And I was like, okay, this is it. I have to at least try to be a part of the solution. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to You Have to Wear Something. It's been almost a month. Wow, I am sorry. I guess I've been busy, busy. Um, and it's almost over. What a year, right? What a year. I just wanted to empty my mind on all the thoughts piling up about the passing of Virgil Abloh. As a journalist by education, with still some love for fashion, I had reported on Virgil's ascendance quite a bit. As a girl from Chicago, I was technically Virgil's peer. And to be clear, a peer group is both a social group and a primary group of people who have similar interests, age, background, or social status. So not his bestie or acquaintance, simply someone of the same generation raised during an evolution of hip-hop and everything that hip-hop touched from music to movies, fashion to art and design. And this man encompassed it all. I want to give props where they're due to Kanye, who we all saw in passing at parties in Chicago and also performances who took a gang of Chicago people to the top with him. And the community of hip-hop creatives in Chicago was and remains super tight and small, whether it's seeing Common or going out to hear Twilight Tone or Timbuktu Spin, and may you continue resting Tim, another influential artist we lost to cancer. Um, give to the Timothy Francis Foundation if you can. But Chicago functions more like a town. And when I visit home, it's like Cheers, where everybody knows your name, and while celebrity and fame can bring about an ego and sometimes arrogance of, I've made it now and cannot associate with so-and-so, Chicago really does not care about all that. Anyone can get checked at any time by GDs and BDs alike. Like, we super don't care. Growing up, I was a nerd doing more than well in school. And in the black community, I remember being told I sounded like a snowball. And that means you sound white or that you must be from Hyde Park. There is a commitment to maintain a certain twang in your voice, reminiscent of the Great Migration. Chicago folks have a country accent, in my opinion. So in the absence of this coupled with clear diction, it can come off as sedity or wanting to sound white when really you're just simply intelligent. And Virgil being a Ghanaian child of immigrants, we all know that immigrants are about that American dream, sometimes even more than your average Black American, but always embraced instantly by the Black community because, well, let's be clear, we're all African. Virgil was proper and represented Black excellence. He was a blurred and he was cool. Technically from Rockford, I know, I know, I can already hear the... Rockford ain't Chicago, but I can't think of a more cosmopolitan dude. His timeline 
is a crescendo of creating from designing Kanye tour merchandise to a Grammy nomination for the Watch the Throne cover art to Pyrex and ultimately the off-white brand. And let's not forget that he was a DJ on a global scale, also known as Flat White. He went to IIT for a master's in architecture. Um, my mom went there for computer science and I spent summers in the Upward Bound program there. If the Chicago eggheads weren't at University of Chicago or Northwestern, they were probably studying engineering at IIT, nestled in Chicago's South Side by the Sox Park. I, I don't know what company owns the park now, but it's Sox, Sox Park forever for me, okay? So when you watch a guy in your peripheral go from small projects to bigger and better creation, it's affirming to the community of creative black kids in Chicago that it's possible. So many black kids want to illustrate for a living, but mom and dad want you to get a quote unquote real job. Virgil created his own profession where it was okay to be proper and stylish and excellent and dynamic with connections to the street and the runway alike. Y'all remember that iconic Paris photo that introduced Virgil to the world with Kanye and Taz and others during fashion week in Paris. When that photo first went viral, I remember just the worst comments underneath the photo like, our great European brands now have fleas on them. And even worse things than that that I will refrain from repeating, but let's not forget that Virgil is the first black creative director in Louis Vuitton's 167 year existence. And I would never categorize Louis Vuitton or LVMH as an ally to the black community or black creatives, but they gave the right person a chance. Virgil always said he was an idea person who executed on ideas and identified as more of an architect of things. And hopefully his immense popularity and success at the helm of LV forever changed this idea that black people cannot make or design things for everyone on a global scale because every time I open Business of Fashion or WWD, it's another white man being appointed to creative director of Celine or Fendi or whatever. It is so, so difficult to build a career as a black person in fashion, speaking from firsthand experience. And I hope brands have learned from the incredible success of Virgil's appointment that while he is a unicorn, he should not be an anomaly. Hundreds of black creatives are being overlooked for a creative director position right now because they are just not quite the right fit. So while we celebrate black excellence and share our last text messages with Virgil for a clout probably, let's follow his lead and example that more black artists deserve a chance and the freedom to execute. Remember, they canceled Virgil's Michael Jackson collection due to controversy. So a true freedom to create is fleeting when someone else controls the purse strings. They can also control the narrative. But that never stopped or deterred Virgil. And I think with or without LVMH, we all know that he would have been a successful artist regardless. I heard sentiments comparing this collective grief we are feeling to the loss of Chadwick Boseman, another hero who practiced black excellence in every way and kept his battle with cancer to himself. Why do we feel so sad for someone many of us did not know personally? Call it hero worship, and it's something that we all should be cognizant of. But here's the thing. 
with all the obstacles black people endure just to live a normal life, to provide food, clothing, shelter, the damn basics is challenging in this country. And those same obstacles often deter us from living our true desires out loud. And that factor is particularly emotional for black creatives who juggle jobs to try to stay on purpose. So when we see a black artist achieve, Chadwick, Virgil, and others, and do it their way, it is more than inspiring. It's leadership to show us what's possible. Whatever idea you have today, execute them and applaud yourself if need be, don't wait. We thank you, Virgil. My last thought, the main thing that people reflect on when it comes to Virgil is not his brands, style, or influence. It was how incredibly generous and kind he was, and that will be the true legacy. Much love to Chicago in this moment and condolences to his actual friends and family. Take care of each other, and until next time, peace.